0: I guess two main injury guys, Andrew and Saquon, look coming out of yesterday. How are they feeling based on testing their stuff?
1: Yeah, they were with the trainers really the majority. yesterday we had to kind of walk through in the beginning as far as going through some different adjustments doing as a team. Both guys were active in that. In terms of moving around with the trainers, uh, from all of our understanding, it was a positive day. You know, it should lead into, you know, their opportunity to keep on progressing with the team. You know, the good thing is we have a little bit flex time. It's a Monday night game coming out of the bye. They're gonna have the remainder of this week to work with us early next week. And the way the schedule will flow, we'll have time to kind of build these guys up and then rest them. So we're optimistic about it. We'll see how it comes out of the bye.
0: And what happened with uh,
1: Sam Beal? We saw him out here, it looked like he left and obviously he got cut like later in the day, did he get cut then, and what, what happened with him? Uh, we released him you know, prior to the waiver wire being released.
0: So it was, that wasn't, he didn't get cut off the field?
1: No, there was no moves personnel-wise made on the field yesterday. No, that not like that. What, uh, what is Saquon's injury? Is it an ankle sprain? I'm not going to go into the exact specifics of it. I mean, obviously this guy's dealing with, you know, he's come off a significant injury last year. He had the ankle, you know, coming out of Dallas where he stepped on the guy's foot and rolled it. And, uh, you know, we just got to make sure that he's ready to go full speed and stay on the field when he gets it. Did he
0: have any kind of setback during the rehab process over the last month?
1: No, I wouldn't say there's been anything setback from anything that's, you know, directly happened. You know, sometimes these things I say all the time, you know, everybody's body is different, every injury is different. So that's why I'm slow all the time to say it's, it's this kind of an injury because someone may want to diagnose and say, oh, that's a two- to three-week injury. That's a four- to six-week injury. Everybody's different, and every injury is different. So we got to give everyone, you know, the timetable on their own body to come back to go play effectively. And any update on Booker's hip? We didn't see him out here Yes. He saw the doctors yesterday. He'll be out here today to do the first part of practice with us. You know, we'll kind of take the rest of this week, you know, as far as him rehabbing with the trainers, getting some treatment. We'll see where it looks next week going into it.
0: So when you um, decide to put guys on IR or not, you know, obviously it's a three-week window. Um, you know, you're a guy like Saquon, so he, he, you know, you didn't put him on and he – Um, You know, you you went longer than you guys anticipated. So do you go look back on all these things and then say, okay, let's see, what what did we figure? You know, where do we either go wrong or did something change? You know what I'm saying? I mean, do you kind of self-analyze? Because, you know, looking back, you'd rather have him on on IR if you know he's not going to be here for a month, right? So
1: we discuss everything we do in this organization. You know, we have to make the best decisions that we can make with the information we have, you know, presented to us at that moment. You know, so a lot of these guys that we choose not to put on IR, it's because based on the information, there's a chance they can come back before that window. And you know, it's not always absolute, but you want to leave certain guys open within certain timeframes to be able to get them back. Other times there's an injury where you say, hey, look, we know this is going to absolutely be within that three game window. Or we know that even if he's a little bit before that window, he may need the extra time to get back. And there may be another roster move that hinges on you know, that spot being available
0: to clarify with Saquon, he hasn't had any issues with his knee, has he? The one that he got repaired?
1: Again, I'm going to keep everybody's medical information kind of a little more in-house, but in terms of what Pat asked earlier about setbacks on injuries, no, he hasn't had any setbacks. Okay. Joe, okay,
0: what about Carter
1: and Chap? Uh, yeah. so Carter was out here yesterday, move around with the trainers. Again, he's kind of the same boat as Andrew and uh, Saquon. I think Shep right now is on a little bit different of a timetable in terms of you know, just how we're going to manage his body throughout the week. But he's in the same plan in terms of being with the trainers, has a little bit of flex time. You know, a lot of these guys, it's we're going to really get them as much rest as we can. You know, some of the guys, Saquon, Zoe, Andrew, yesterday was a good day to kind of test the waters, get him out of here, get him back moving. For Saquon, it was important because he missed time last week with the COVID stuff being out of the building. So everyone's on a little bit of time track right there. For Shep, you know, he's part of, you know, this group with some other guys. We're going to kind of let them have this week to really just get their body back as much as possible. Rest is good for these guys are still treatment and rehab they're doing internally in the house. But you know in terms of having them on the field they'll be a little bit different than everybody else this week. A couple players have said Pat Graham, for lack of a better term, simplified things a little bit recently on the defense. How have you seen that and is that play to a guy like Xavier McKinney's strengths where he can just kind of trust his instincts like he did on that second pick? Well first all I'll say about Zay directly, Zay's extremely intelligent. so in terms of simplification, helping him. Uh, Zay's very capable of being back there as a signal caller and operating all types of multiples. You know, In terms of simplifying the defense, I don't think we brought anything down to uh, an elementary level, but we've been more selective in terms of game planning, what we looking
0: Maybe to do. scaled back is the right
1: thing. Yeah, we've looked to do some things to help the players, and I think Pat and his staff have done a good job of that, and the players done a great job preparing and executing. How
0: valuable are
1: for Isaiah Wilson to have the kind of the really hands-on work with the coaches. I think they're huge. I think they're big for every player that's out here and involved. And as I've explained to these players before, you know this is not a punishment. You're out here because we're trying to get you extra work and development because we're counting on every player out here to contribute, produce, and help us win games this year. You know, for a guy specifically, Isaiah, he's been making progress for us. He had some really good work yesterday in the one-on-ones against the defensive line and defensive rush. Gets extra work at some of the you know schematics and just the, you know, we can take it back to a really like a base level with a lot of these guys. You know, because you get them at different points in the year, it's good to almost go back and reset and start it back over like it's OTAs or training camp a lot of these younger guys and make sure they get every detail of the install on the way up. You know, when guys come in, you get them the information, you get them the install, but it's good as a group to all hear it again together for the first – well, not for the first time, but like it's the first time. And where is he at? Is he a guy that could progress to helping you guys on Sundays this year or is he more of a long-term projection? Well, I think we have long-term plans for this guy. In terms of where we see this guy being able to help, you know, in the future. However, in terms of this year, he's made a lot of progress. And if the situation rises and the opportunity comes up, we're getting ready to
0: go ahead and help us. Joe, uh, there was so much um, upheaval with the offensive line early in the season. You know, guys going down pretty much every week. Uh, now, Andrew will come back at some point. Uh, but I'm, I'm interested in the interior guys. You know, that looks like it's your group. You know, you've had that same starting group for a while now. Is that when you look at those three guys, are they? You know, are they good enough? And, 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 you know, the fact that you know they're going to be there, you know, can you kind of go into the second half and kind of game plan around them to their strengths or weaknesses like you've been doing and, you know, because that's not the group that you thought would be there at the start of the year, obviously.
1: Well, this is a league of change. There's always changes on the roster at the year, and that's on every team, not just us. We're not unique to that. And we've been able to acquire some linemen, you know, whether it's after the 53 cut and get some guys through different circumstances. And I really like the way those guys are working and coming together as a unit. I think Rob, Freddie, Flats, you know, Ben do a really good job working at the offensive line and getting these guys. I think Jason is doing a good job in terms of playing to all of our players' strengths right now as a team and finding out, you know, you go through the spring and what you want to install, you go through training camp and what you want to have as a playbook. Then you get into the season you really find out what your identity is going to be and how you play best as a team i think we're playing our best ball and improving as a team going forward every week we got to keep on doing it's going to be important down the stretch but in terms of the offense line specifically seeing those guys improve a lot throughout this year and we need these guys to keep on improving as a group because it's going to get tougher and tougher
0: down the stretch the the, the interior guys the three interior guys what what would you say their characteristics are you know as, as a group you know that you you know you build you know, you built it with Gates and with Lemieux, you know, with Hernandez there, you know, two of those three are not there. So with this three group, what would you say? You know, are they a bunch of grinders? Are they tough guys? Are they? You know,
1: I think anybody who plays in the interior of the offensive line is a greedy guy. You know, that, that's really a praiseless place. Yeah, it's a place where you're obviously seeing a lot of contact and dirty work throughout the game every week. I think these guys do a very good job of coming out and then also building in their flexibility. You know, Ben's worked both sides of the guards. He worked the center, Wes has done the same thing. You know, you look at Skur, he goes back and forth with us between you know, right guard, left guard, and center throughout practice. So we're always building in that versatility in there and make sure these guys are always prepared for emergency situations as well. Each one of these guys has to be able to play tackle as well in case something were to happen. You know, we've been taking three tackles at a game. You know, that means you're two plays away from someone from the inside going to the outside. So working through those situations, scenarios. But I like the way these guys come to work every day. And, you know, that, team, that unit's really a unit. You know, the offensive line in most buildings, you kind of see them flock together and travel together. These guys have really bonded. They've done a good job of, you know, fighting through a lot of things and playing and improving on a weekly basis. They're tough. And, you know, it's a smart group, and it's a group that, you know, we got to keep concentrating on getting better, like all of our players every week going on down. The goal is to have the best offense line we can have at the end of the year.
0: Sorry about You're that. Um, how, how valuable, or I should say, how much growth have you seen from Aaron Robinson in the last couple of weeks? I mean, he's a guy who... You know, spent months with the training staff essentially yeah. uh, gets thrown right in and kind of has to feel his way through. But the last, this yesterday, today, and really what you've been able to do, I would imagine you're, you're seeing where he is at as far as the progress he's shown compared to what you anticipated maybe back in May and
1: June. Yeah, well, every rep he gains on defense or special teams through practice and games is very, very valuable for him because he hasn't had any yet, right? So your first snaps being on Monday night in Arrowhead. That's not an easy situation for a rookie to step into and go ahead and just jump in. And we understand on the front end that it's not going to be perfect. And we have to make sure he understands it. Look, we're not going to accept it not being perfect. We're going to coach you to get it right. However, we also understand where you're at as a player in your career. And it's about your development and progression as a player. So he got a lot better from week one to week two. We saw a lot of improvement just technique-wise on the field. Uh, he looked good yesterday in practice, some of the one-on-one stuff. He's going to keep on improving. But I love the way this guy works. He's very intelligent. He's a good communicator. He's very tough. But he comes out, he's a very locked in and focused guy. He comes out and he works to get better every day. And you're going to see that continuously throughout his career.
0: every, every year one. we see, uh, you know, throughout the league, guys get in trouble during the bye week. What's your message to your players? Yeah, we talked about this morning, just make the right decisions. Talk about a few of the instances happened
1: this year and last year around the league. You know, look, it's, it's natural for a lot of guys to kind of let their hair down this time of year. You get a few days off, you step away from a stressful situation for a couple days, you kick back. You gotta make sure that you put yourself in the right surroundings, you make the right decision. So we talk very openly with our players about making the right decision before they get out here again today. I'll remind them of the same thing. So it's good for guys to refresh physically, refresh mentally, come back, you know, ready to go. But within that time, you know, we're not exempt to consequences and we're not exempt from tragedy. So we have to understand that and make the right decisions.